Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello everybody and welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. And if you're watching on Twitch, welcome to Wrestle Lost. Um, a lot of shit to go through. Interesting shit as always. So to get it going, here's Johnny. All right. Uh, first, uh, start off with some news that, that broke this morning. Actually, it broke on, on Twitter from, from the person himself. This came from Mustafa Ali. And he put up a a video with it. Just had some text on it. It didn't. It, he didn't say anything, but he just said uh, basically that he has asked for his release from WWE. Yeah, I saw this as soon as everybody else was seeing this, and my initial reaction was holy fucking shit, because normally whenever releases happen or someone asks for their release, it's very quiet. Nobody hears of it until they're actually released. So for him to announce it like this, he's taking control of his career, is what I would say. Yeah. I have what Sean Rassap of Fightful posted it's a it's a bit of a read, so I'm going to go through it real quick, but this is what he said. 
Mustafa Ali wasn't on SmackDown this past week, which prompted Fightful to dig around the wrestler's status. Since then, he has announced he requested his release from WWE. Fightful learned that Mustafa Ali asked for only one show off for paternity leave, even though he hasn't appeared on WWE programming since back in November. We're told that even before that, he wasn't at Survivor Series or the SmackDown prior, which initially just looked like the company was extending his paternity leave. However, there was much more than that, and those that we've spoken to say that he hasn't been back at SmackDown since then. One source even indicated they were surprised that Ali wasn't at the SmackDown show in Chicago in any capacity, which is his hometown. Ali has been available for a return since the first week of December. As Ali really revealed weeks ago, there was a vignette film for a Mustafa Ali New America gimmick that looked promising for the star. According to those in the know, initially the character was accepted before those in power in WWE changed their mind. We're told that it, in its place, there was a pitch from Vince McMahon for something Mustafa Ali would never have done, and it led to a heated argument between the two. Ali hasn't been around since. Ali said last fall in an interview that McMahon told him he was too polished, too clean, too nice, I don't know if you have it in you before he would eventually be brought back to lead retribution. A higher up in WWE tells us that they've granted release requests of late because it would be difficult to justify not granting releases when they've had so many budget cuts of late. One wrestler on the SmackDown roster said that for someone that works on his craft as much as Ali does, not having anything for him or featuring him at all seemed as a punishment. Ali was well-liked within WWE, and we've had numerous talent mentions their desire to work with him since he was initially brought up to SmackDown. That call-up in itself was only supposed to be a one-off. He was also known for often pitching his own creative and having ideas for his own character. We've reached out to WWE to see if they've granted the request, but haven't heard back since. Of course you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to say that in their own way. But hearing all of that, it's just more WWE bullshit. Not pushing someone like Ali, who... Awesome on the mic. Awesome look. I've said it many times. I like the dude. He should have been pushed more. I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah, and what could this this character that Vince wanted be? Uh, I, I knowing Vince, I imagine is some kind of some kind of character that would make make it appear make him appear racist. Probably some something to do with with Muslims or something yeah. to that effect, because you know he's done that in the past. Yeah, because one of the other things I'm seeing is that the message that Mustafa Ali wants to get across is that Muslims are just like everybody else; they're just normal people. Yeah. And I understand why he wants to portray that message. And get that message across because they have received a bad name over shit that has happened. 
And that's not every Muslim. We know no. that. But some very terrible things have happened. Okay, so so uh, I, can, I can see why he would want to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, some of my, my good friends are uh, of the Muslim faith, and they're, they're, they're the, the nicest people that you, you'll ever meet. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has nice people. Everybody has some bad people mixed in. Like it, it's, they shouldn't be thought of this way just because of who they are. I know shit has happened. Trust me. I know shit. Just has because happened. of what, what a few, a few people have done in the past. Yeah. I don't want to make myself seem like I'm more important than anybody else because I'm not, I'm just a normal person, but my birthday is on 9-11, and we all know what happened there. So, if trust me, if anybody knows, I do. But, yeah, you just got to let people be who they are, not try and push something on them that they wouldn't do or don't want to do. Like, it, it's a working relationship, <clears throat> and it doesn't seem like Vince would want to work well with them. Yeah. And uh, once once this release is granted, I I know it won't take Ali long to to be back in a different company making, an, an, no pun intended, an, an impact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, anywhere he ends up, I'm not gonna say a name because then people are like, oh, you want everybody going there, so I'm not. Gonna I mean, say we that. do, but yes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say the name, but. Yeah, wherever he goes, he's going to be instantly among the top of the top. That's where he should be. So we just wish him well, and I hope I hope the release, he gets his release, because if not, it's not going to go good for him. Yeah. What, he's, what he has said. So, yeah, that's... That's the breaking news on Mustafa Ali. I've, I've got a few smaller notes that I've, I've picked up of the last couple of weeks that I thought were of some interest. Um, the The Rock has said that XFL is is going to come back in 2023 with training camps opening up. The Rock is a, a part of an investment group that took over. So it's not no longer going to be in Vince's hands. So it might actually be good this time. It might. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where it is, they're already uh, scouting out talent for the league. <clears throat> and we all know we love our football here because – here in a little bit, the Dallas Cowboys are playing the 49ers in the playoffs. So we're going to be watching that as we react and do our reviews. But, yeah, man, if we can get more football out there, I'm all down for the XFL being out there, especially with The Rock in charge. Yeah, it has to be better, right? Right. And if, if you remember uh, back when they did the, the first run of XFL in 2001, the first XFL game opened with The Rock. Oh, that's right. It sure did. Yeah. He came yeah. out and did his, his whole Rock uh, 
you know, all his sayings and all that. Yeah. All right. Uh, couple weeks ago while doing a me media for Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Okada mentioned that he wants to wrestle Brian Danielson and CM Punk. And he wants to do it soon because he doesn't know how much longer they have left. So, I, And I'm all down for that. And and even CM Punk has even reached out and said that that he would also like a match with Okada, even even giving Okada the address to the United Center in, in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so let's make it happen. I I know singles matches would be awesome between them. I'll take it in any way possible, but if they are worried about how much time they have left and all that, and you want to kill two birds with one stone. Triple threat match. Triple, yeah. Right. Threat match, dude. Yeah. Hot of Punk Danielson. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Staying with New Japan, like I mentioned last week, this year marks their 50th anniversary. Shinsuke Nakamura wants to be a part of that. They're having their official uh, official celebration in March with, with an event. He wants to be a part of that. He was... He's a former multiple-time uh, IWGP champion. He created the Chaos Faction, uh, but um, WWE's not going. They're not going to let him. Uh, also, because of you know what we're still dealing with now, it, it's hard. It's difficult to travel there still. But uh, even so. Uh, yeah, WWE is not going to allow that. Too bad. I mean, we all know Shinsuke was a big part of New Japan. So for him to not be able to be there, it's a bit of a crime to not let it happen. If, if COVID protocol was the reason that he couldn't go, I would understand. And that might have a bit to do with it, obviously. But you say you want a working relationship with companies, but you're not willing to make it both ways. You just want it to benefit you and not the other company. This is a way of maybe getting something started with New Japan. So why not just let it happen? I know it's a lot. And I know it, it would take a lot for him to get over there, but it's not like you're using him right anyways. So just let him go yeah. do something that he wants to do. It's not like he's not coming back. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> WWE's they're going back to Saudi Arabia next month. Uh, on February February nineteenth, which is going to be a Saturday, and there are already a lot of people saying that they're going to have elimination chamber in, in Saudi Arabia this year, uh, as well as they may even tape an episode of Raw while they're down there. Fine, yeah, I, I, because here's the thing. Not that it's going to change anything in the end, but 
if they're going to go all the way over there and do two shows, they have to be decent shows, I would think. Because they don't want to upset that relationship over there. So it could be good for those two shows. Or it could just be more of their bullshit. Who knows what they would do when they go down there. But I would think they would have to make them two good shows. So uh, I'll wait and hear about what happens. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch them or not. (laughs) No. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega has announced that he he's tested positive for COVID. He uh, he he was he had just just had surgeries for for all his different uh, uh, ailments. So you know we hope he he gets better soon. Yeah, a lot of people with this new variant seem to be getting it a lot more. Yeah, uh, not too worried. I'm look, it's Kenny fucking Omega. He kicks everyone's ass, so he's obviously <laughs> going to kick COVID's ass. But yeah, still hoping for the best and just take it easy and yeah. all that good shit. Uh, a ring and up, ring of honor have announced that they they are definitely going to come back. They're they're going to come back in April. They're uh, doing their uh, Super Card of Honor show. With uh, uh, well, it may be. Uh, I know in the past it's it's been a partnership between Ring of Honor, uh, Impact, and New Japan. So we'll just have to wait and see. And as far as the location, it hasn't hasn't they haven't said yet. But I have a feeling it's going to be in Dallas because they always they always do these pay per views because it's going to be WrestleMania weekend, and they always try and. They always try and do pay-per-views or, or this this particular show uh, around the area of re- where WrestleMania is going to be, as well as many other promotions. Also, will also be having shows here that weekend in, in the area, as well as the annual WrestleCon convention, which we, we already know uh, Bray Wyatt's scheduled to be there. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to go check that out. But a lot of things oh. happening. I'll, we will go check that out. A lot of things happening WrestleMania weekend here. It's, it's not just all WWE. So you're telling me he, here's what's going to happen. Wyndham Rotunda, I'm not calling them the other name anymore. Yeah. Is going to be here. I'll be damned if I'm not in the same room. <laughs> we're gonna be there <laughs> because we, we've been to WrestleCon before. And the way it's set up is just a, it, it's just a big like convention room with the table set up, and and every table has a different wrestler there. That they, you know, for for a small fee, you can take your picture with them and buy their merch, and it's just a good time. Yeah. If that's the only meet and greet in I get, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, let's see. But... Oh, okay. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, since since the beginning of 
or since they started doing them, WWE's always called them pay-per-views. Well, now they're changing that, and now they're calling them premium live events. You know, they always have to have to go for the the outlandish outlandish names. So yeah, they're no longer pay-per-views. In fact, if you even go on on Peacock under the section where where it's pay-per-views, it doesn't say pay-per-views pay-per-views anymore. It says premium live events. Well, you're not paying for each one individually, so it's not a point well, well, to keep I mean, yeah, that, that's that's true because uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because most people now that watch pay-per-views or premium live events for WWE either watch them on Peacock or or on WWE Network if they're overseas. I, I mean, I know that, like, I know Direct TV still offers offers them every month. But I, I don't know who, who still pays for them <laughs> like that for a month. Right. That's what I mean. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I used to do that all the time in the Attitude Era, but that was 20 years ago. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to, so I had to watch the scrambled versions, but that's fine. I mean, I did that for, I did that sometimes. I, 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 I did that, um, the, the show that where Owen Hart passed away. I should have bought it. Yeah, I, I spent plenty of money on other pay per views over the years. <laughs> or maybe it's a good thing that you didn't. I don't know. It, that's a that's a rough one to comment yeah. on. All right, now for our discussion point. Uh, WWE is they're being sued <laughs> by by MLW and Major League Wrestling. MLW is a is a it's a they're a smaller independent promotion, but they've been they've been making waves the last few few years. I know several uh, current AEW talent used to be in MLW, uh, like Brian Pillman Jr., uh, Joey Janela. I think MJF was there, uh, among others. <clears throat> uh, but the thing is that M- last year MLW. We're about to strike a deal with Tubi to show uh, to have a show uh, a weekly show. Uh, Tubi is owned by Fox. Uh, WWE was uh, trying to pressure Tubi not to go into to the deal with them, which you know violates antitrust laws. Uh, <clears throat> And you know that it's just WWE trying to trying to monopolize and keep other other promotions down. And this also brought up something that occurred a couple of years ago. It's talking about speaking of the uh, Ring of Honor Supercard, I think it was 2019. They were going to have a or they had their supercard at MSG, and that's you know that's a WWE mainstay building there. And tickets for that for that event they they sold out the first day. After that, uh, per, found I found out that this was Triple H. He personally called MSG and told them they shouldn't go through with this event. That you know, this this is 
you know, they were WWE building, you know, so MSG was, they were going to cancel it, but Sinclair, who owned the Ring of Honor, they they said, no, you can't do that. You know, if you cancel this, we're going to sue you. So they went on with the event anyway. Also, Vice was also in, in deals with MLW last year also in same thing happened. WWE was trying to pressure them not to, not to air their programming. It's not, it's not right. Uh, I, I really hope, I, I really hope WWE really, really uh, have pace for this one. Drew, thoughts. <laughs> WWE trying to be the big bully again like they normally are. <laughs> yeah, for someone that has, like, go ahead. Uh, I don't know anything about the antitrust and all that. What the lawyers doing that, but my opinion, they're big bullies, and that's what bullies do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's right. I, like, how can you have, own an arena? So you're the only thing that can happen in that arena? I don't think so. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't own an arena. That arena has oh, been around. That arena has been around since the early 1900s. Right. They gonna tell them not to put concerts in there now? <laughs> <laughs> For a company that has anti-bullying campaigns and be a star and all of that. (laughs) They sure do love to bully people, don't they? Bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. Like, I hate to make that connection, but it is what it is. You bully the talent. You bully venues. (laughs) Fucking... You haven't been putting up the good, the best look as of late for your company, and now with this lawsuit against you, <laughs> it's it's not going to help much either. Knowing all this background bullshit that you're doing, so yeah, I'm I'm with you on this one. They need to be put in their place. In the end, even though they're the biggest company, air quotes on the biggest company, because we all know, <laughs> we all know how that's going right now. But yeah, yeah, they need to be put in their place. They need to be shown that without people behind you, without fans that support you fully on a regular basis, you're nothing. And even though it is on a bit of a downfall for WWE right now, I think it would take a while for it to get to the point where they could say, okay, we need to turn this around because we're really suffering. They're still banking, kind of. On, on a side note, MLW is run by Clark Beller, who is a former, a former WWE writer. So hmm. I'm sure he knows the insides of how they how they make deals in WWE. Yeah. So th- yeah, I really hope this is a big hit against WWE to kind of help start putting them in their place because 
that's what they need. They need to be shown that in the end, if you don't do things right by your stars and by your fans, you're just another company. In the end, do you want to be just another WCW and go away? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, me personally, it's going to be a bit harsh to say, but yeah, I wouldn't mind because I know there's a lot of companies they could go to, like we have said. So talent isn't going to suffer. They're going to go somewhere, get paid, and do good shit. So if it takes WWE going away for that to happen, fuck you, go away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You get what you asked for, said it many times, fuck you, go away. Uh, You want to discuss the the rumble right now or later? Uh, Let's leave that for the end. Okay. All right. Kind of end on a bit of uh, speculation speculation notes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've gone through that quite bit of news, uh, I'm going to go over to Johnny and get his moment for Dynamite this week. All right. So we uh, there was a match between Pinta and Matt Hardy. Uh, after the match... Um, Penta he called out uh, Malachi Black and you know when he comes out the light the lights go out he shows up they they get into it uh, you know Matt Hardy's guys are still out there too so so they they get into it uh, and then the uh, What's that? I forget. Uh, the varsity blondes, they come out. Yeah. I just had a forgot for a second. Varsity blondes came out. They they tried to, uh, or they helped out Penta uh, to gang up on Malachi. And while, while this was going on, Malachi just was just, was just smiling the whole time and, mm-hmm. and, and, and laughing. And so the lights come at, cut out again, and you think, well, okay, well, just Malachi is just going to disappear. No, they cut, they cut, cut, no, they come back up, and it's the debut of Brody King in AEW, which I know we've been waiting for for a few weeks now. Brody King and Malachi stand tall against Varsity Blondes and, and Penta, and now we have, we have the, the House of Black, uh, Acting the at least uh, the first two members. Now, now later on in the show, uh, Pack cut a, a a video a promo. He had a blindfold on, and it's seeming that like he was uh, he he was sorry. I'm being distracted in the background. Mm-hmm. It, he he was. Uh, Hinting that he was also going to be, he's also going to be a member of House of Black, which I, I, I personally would like to see. Yeah, whenever I saw that promo, that video he cut in the back, I also thought the same thing. That would be interesting because even though Pac has been 
hanging out with Penta and shit, and he's had many tag matches and whatnot. This would be a better fit for him, just by the way Malachi carries himself and what he's been putting forth. And now having one of his best friends, Brody King, in there with him, which Brody King is a fucking monster. Yeah. If you didn't jump <laughs> this past week on AEW, definitely need to go check that out. Because he's yeah. Like, I- Yep, yeah, they have their first match this week against Marcy Blunt on Dynamite. Yeah, because I've seen <laughs> I, I've seen uh, live streams where Malachi and Brody have been talking about their paranormal activities and stuff like that. Like it's a it's a very interesting watch if you haven't seen it. They're just being their true selves there, but. Yeah, seeing him here on screen, it was just fucking badass. And for Pac to start to come through and maybe be with them, I think that's a very good trio to have. Also, uh, Malachi and Brody King are also are the current uh, PWG Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of shit could be done there. They are the champions, and yeah, many things could happen. A lot of shit is going to happen in these next couple of weeks and shit. So I'm interested. I'm interested. Ever since before it happened, I was interested because I yeah. knew eventually Brody would come through and be there with him. So hell yeah. I love to see this shit. Yeah, that was that was might have been one of the best moments of the night, I would say, if not the best. <laughs> so now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and see what was his moment of the night. Uh, just two moments that really stand out. Uh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? <laughs> well, well, at the plate, we never know what you want to do. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go this way. Uh, ever since Paige beat Daniel Bryan, we're all wondering who the next challenger is going to be. So he's out there talking about ready for his next challenge. Dan Lambert comes out and starts talking shit. <laughs> uh, halfway through, he invited him to the ring, but we know Dan Lambert's not going to do that. But Lance Archer shows up, and we all think he's going after Dan Lambert, but he's not. Well, he did, but Dan Lambert talked him into taking out the champion, which he did. So, what's his finisher? The uh, cross or something? <laughs> anyway, he put <laughs> Adam Page over a chair with his finisher. So, it looked like it hurt too. He broke that fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But this looks like it'll probably be a really good match. And I would, wouldn't mind seeing it. Didn't know I wanted to see it. Till now, now, now uh, do you think, because uh, we haven't seen Jake Robertson in a long time. And I know he's been, he, he hasn't been traveling because, because of, you know, COVID. Uh, but do you think he's going to still be with Jake Robertson or do you think he's going to be with Dan Lambert? 
Hmm. He'll probably stay with Jake Roberts. I think so. Yeah, he'll probably side with Jake Roberts because fuck Dan Lambert. He's an annoying piece of shit. But that's what he's there for. That's his role. So it's annoying the shit out of us. Yeah, he <laughs> does it well. So you can't you can't blame him for that. But. I think that's what I think that's what Dan Lambert did when Jake when the Lance Archer went out there. He shit. <laughs> hey, so I mean just because this is what I do so I'm just going to go ahead and do it I think Dan Lambert is going to try and weasel his way in to be with with him but then Jake is going to come back and just to keep on going on that senior division that they've never done. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's he doesn't look as old as Jake, it's still going to be Jake the Snake versus Dan Lambert. <laughs> winner gets. We know who the winner gets. <laughs> yeah, they get the Murder Hawk monster. So... I think that would be funny if they do something like that. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, Lance Archer coming through here and completely killing cowboy shit and just putting them through the through the chair like that. It was interesting to watch it happen because we've all seen him be kind of the underdog for a while, and. Even though he Adam Page has been in that spot a lot, he's never faced someone the size of Lance Archer. Lance Archer is a big guy. So okay. yeah, I'm interested to see how he takes this match on. So oh yeah. Pretty good shit. I mean, all all Jake Roberts has to do is just pull the Python out, out on uh on, on Dan Leverage. <laughs> yeah, he would shit himself again. <laughs> and probably get DQ'd or some some stupid shit like that, but it'll be funny to watch him cry on screen more than he normally does. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool, though. I enjoyed seeing that. I want to see what Lance Archer does, because even though this is heel shit he's doing now, he's still a badass. So I'm going to love seeing that. Uh, the moment I want to talk about real quick, CM Punk defeating Wardlow. That was the other one when I didn't know which one to go with. I knew it was. <laughs> I knew it was. So the bell rings, and instantly it's all Wardlow. <clears throat> CM Punk just being thrown all over the place. He took, what, five power bombs? In the end, seven, eight, eight, seven plus through the table. Yeah, damn, I didn't think it was that many. <laughs> yeah, it was eight power bumps, one, one through the table. Shit. Okay, so he gets put back. He gets in the ring, and Orlo just lays his foot on him, and I was like, "Is this is how he he's gonna lose?" But MJF just. Does MJF shit and Punk ends up getting the win? So, yeah, 
Yeah, Punk got he he got an inside cradle on Warlow and got the win. Yeah, so I this is definitely setting up that Wardlow versus MJF shit. And they just need to go ahead and do it already. I, I, I thought he was gonna do it here because he I thought he was gonna do it here because he started pointing his finger in his face and and like putting the sand on him, but but Sean Spears came out and broke it up. Yeah. Yeah, Sean saved MJF today. Yeah, last week, <laughs> and 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 uh, then uh, later on, MJF MJF did a promo saying that, well, next week on Dynamite, you we're gonna see the match you've all been waiting for, CM Punk versus Sean Spears. He's still he's still ducking him. Yeah, I don't know how they would do this because AEW tends to keep on surprising us with these things, but it, it needs to happen already. They've been teasing it a lot, and they've been teasing it since forever. So, yeah, I think during the CM Punk match with MJF when it finally happens, maybe Wardlow costs him? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's what I would do to set up that match. And CM Punk can go ahead and do whatever else he's going to do after that. But I think that would be a good move. That would be the perfect time to do it with the way things are being written right now. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's let's fucking go and let's do this already. So, now that we've got our moments in there for Dynamite, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment in there for Rampage because even though it was an only, it was only a one hour show like always, they managed to fit a lot in there this week. Yeah, uh, and the first match that we had was Adam Cole versus Trent Beretta of the best friends, and they went hard the whole match on each other. I mean, talking about big move after big move. Uh, Adam Cole, he kept targeting the, the neck of, of Trent Beretta because Trent just had the spinal sinus surgery with Canadian Canadian destroyers and uh, Storm Zeros from, from the top rope. Uh, and, you know, equally, uh, uh, Trent Beretta also gave Adam Cole some big moves, gave him a pile driver on the apron, which I thought looked, looked brutal. That that's the hardest part of the ring is the, the apron right there between the between the or just on the outside of the ropes. He, and he, in the middle of the match, we saw a fight break out between the between the Red Dragon uh, O'Reilly and Fish against the best friends and uh, uh, Britt Baker and Chris Stadler. Chris Stadler got into it. Uh, in, in the end, Adam Cole did get the win, but it, it was it was a, a good match all around. Uh, next week for Dynamite, we're we're gonna get a mixed tag match with uh, uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander against uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, who are a couple in real life. <laughs> yeah, Cole got the win because during the melee out. The, out- of the ring, he hit a low blow on Trent. 
Yeah, yeah, he got distracted. <clears throat> I really like this. I like that they're. I I mean I knew this was going to happen, having Britt Baker and Adam Cole teaming teaming up eventually. I'm glad this is happening because they don't have many power couples in AEW. No. And this is the ultimate power couple. I mean, Britt Baker has been built up really fucking good, and Adam Cole needs no building up. It's been done. That's the only thing we can thank WWE for at the moment. (laughs) For doing what you did with Adam Cole so he can come into AEW and continue thriving. Because that's what he's going to fucking do. And and a lot of people think that the best friends are about to get some help. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Against... uh, Against uh, Red Dragon and 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 the Elite combined with the uh, the Young Bucks in, in there as well. Uh, in the, in a couple weeks they're going to be in Cleveland. Cleveland is the home of Johnny Gargano, so a lot of people thinking Johnny Gargano is going to make his AEW debut um, uh, that week, and I I hope he does. Uh, I, and I I would love to see an Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano match in the AEW. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I, I think I would love to definitely see that too. I think that's that should be the first thing Johnny Gargano does. Yeah, that should be the revolu- revolution match. Yes, in the perfect world, which it could be with AEW. That's that's what I would love to see first. So, hell yeah, we need to get on that. <laughs> as long as that's when he wants to show up, which I think he will. Yeah. So, so Brett officially part of the elite now? I would say, yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Did she drop a level on Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always yeah. that connection. Yeah. Well, I think I think that relationship between Jamie is, is about to it's about to fall apart. They've been teasing that last few weeks. Yeah. But, I mean, Adam Cole and Britt Baker, they're going to be together forever. So, <laughs> yeah, that connection's always going to be there. As soon as he showed up and joined himself again with the Elite, I think she was a part of it, and we knew that. So, yeah, I love this shit, man. <laughs> so... Now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and get his moment. Well, there's not much to choose from. (laughs) But I'm going to go with the other relationship that's falling apart right now. (laughs) And that's the on screen, anyway. (laughs) That's the friendship between Statlander and Layla Hirsch. (laughs) They were in another six-woman tag. With uh, Red Velvet versus Nyla, Melty, and the Bunny. And Statlander and Hirsch just couldn't work together. And Bunny ends up killing Layla. <laughs> but we'll see where this goes. But I don't know why. But 
Well, well, I, I, I like, I like, I like this. You know, we're getting you know, a lot of people saying, you know, they need to boost our women's division. Here, you have, you have at least one woman. She's in two different storylines at the same time. Right. <laughs> yeah. The and she win- should already have a championship, but we're, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. if she wouldn't have hurt her leg last year, she probably would have had one already. Yeah, she well, probably. I think maybe at Revolution we might get a Statlander Britt Baker match. Yeah, you no, know, I'd, I'd actually rather see Statlander Jake Cargill <laughs> go for the TBS championship. Either one. I <laughs> because I know what would happen. Yeah, Jade would take her first loss. You would think, (laughs) (laughs) but with Tony Khan and everything going on there and representation and all that, we know who would probably win. I'd be ninety-five percent sure of that. So, yeah, I would rather her go up against Britt Baker because. Brits had it for quite a while, and I think it might be time for her to drop it. Yeah, and why not dropping it to our to That's everyone's alien. favorite alien? I'm down for that. So <laughs> that's what I would personally do. But yeah, they need to settle this dissension first. They're obviously going to have a match, but I think that's more of a TV thing, not a pay per view thing. So that that's where I would do it, either on a dynamite or rampage. But if if they keep on writing it correctly, it could be a pay-per-view match as well. But I see it more of a TV thing. So that's just my thoughts on that. As far as my moment, Jay Lethal coming out and challenging Ricky Starks for the FTW championship. Yeah. Yeah, he said even though it isn't officially recognized by AEW, he would be happy to take it from him because Ricky Starks is more worried about how he looks and what he's going to wear for the day than actually wrestling and defending the championship. So that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was funny how, how upset Taz was getting <laughs> over it. Yeah, me too. Taz <laughs> is a fucking badass dude, but upsetting him on commentary over what he was saying about Ricky Starks. Yeah, that was that was fucking hilarious and awesome at the same time. Yeah, I, as much as Ricky Starks get under my skin. Ricky Starks versus Jay Lethal would be a fucking badass match. And I'm I'm happy this is happening. So that little interaction there between them two, yeah, I fucking loved it. And I can't wait for this match to happen. So probably won't have to wait long. So now that we got our moments in there for the week, we're going to go back to our other talking point and... I want to get it started by going to Johnny. 
and getting his thoughts on the upcoming Rumble. Well, last week we mentioned that uh, Mickey James is going to be a part of the the women's uh, Rumble. You know, she's she's the current Impact Knockouts champion. Uh, so this opened up lots of speculation. Oh, WWE, are they working with Impact now? You know, who who else is going to come in? Uh, well, and like I mentioned earlier. You know, WWE has never, they've never liked working with wrestlers who are contracted to other companies. And it it turns out that Mickey James, even though she is the knockout champion, she's not under contract with Impact. She gets, uh, I I, I don't know how she, I don't know if it's a pay per appearance deal, but she's not under contract with Impact. So, I think that's why uh, why they were able to work with her. In fact, I'm. This is how 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 the loop WWE is. You know, they think they're they're the only wrestling out there, and they want their fans to believe that no other wrestling takes place outside of WWE. When John Laurinaitis contacted Mickey James about being in the Rumble. John Laurinaitis had had no idea that she was working for Impact, mm-hmm. and and, yes, he and he didn't didn't even know she was their champion. And and uh, <clears throat> of course Scott Demore, who who's uh, president of, of Impact, gave his his approval. He and he even told Mickey, "Hey, you, you can go out there with the Impact uh, Knockouts uh, belt." That's <laughs> <laughs> the ring. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. <clears throat> and and supposedly that was a part of the deal too. It was that uh was that WWE had to mention impact uh, on on their shows and, and that she was the knockouts champion, which which they did. Pat McAfee made made that clear. Uh but now on, on the men's side, uh it's also come out and I don't believe it. But it said that that according to WWE, there are no more borders in the wrestling business. <laughs> that that Vince is supposedly Vince is open to working with other companies. Bullshit. I'll have to. I'll have to I'll believe it when I see it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, so with this coming out, there's lots of rumors of oh, who can who can going to come out to. For the rumble, because there are going to be a lot, of, lots of spots open on both the men's and the women's. The women's because they don't have enough women. The men's because there's a few people out right now. And Xavier, he just he was just injured. He has a calf injury. Rich Holland's going to be out. He just had surgery on his on his nose. Drew McIntyre's out. So there's there's a few slots open. So people are speculating. Well. Could they bring in Chris Jericho for a one-off appearance, or maybe, maybe even Daniel Bryan? Uh, like I said, I'll have to see that to believe it. But that's so. What we're gonna do now is say who we think, who we think is gonna come in for the Rumble. Uh, personally, for the for the women, uh, I think. 
I think we might see like a big swirl come in because she's not currently uh, with with them with AEW anymore, and so she's a free agent. This and this might be the way to bring her into the into the company because she is married to Cedric Alexander. Uh, for the men, I, I actually I, I I wouldn't mind seeing Jerry go in the Rumble. You know, uh, I know last year he uh, WWE they let him be on the Stone Cold's Broken Skull sessions, even though he's he's with AEW. So, you know, and and I, I know he has he's always had a good relationship with Vince. So, you know, why not why not let him? What do y'all think, Drew? Who would you have come in? Good lord! <laughs> Truthfully, I don't think they're going to do anything like that. I don't believe Vince for one damn second. If they need people, they'll just grab them from NXT and bring them up for one time only. <laughs> I can see Good. them bringing up Braun Breaker, putting him in the Rumble. And and that's interesting you say that too, because a lot of people are saying that Braun Breaker could even win the Rumble and go on. To face Roman at, at, at WrestleMania and maybe even beat Roman, right? They so they want to fast track. That would be my what I would be more likely than them bringing in someone from AEW or New Japan or something like that. <laughs> but if I but if they would if they could if I could choose anybody out there, punk, why not? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Who wouldn't want to see Punk in the Rumble again? <laughs> Maybe he'll win it and take on Roman. Well, 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 yeah, because he was supposed to win it back in 2014, but they they changed that up and they released him. Yeah. I, I could see what you're saying, Andrew. So... Fucking, if they do get CM Punk, that's going to be a hell of a thing uh, that I think we're not ready for. And WWE has said that they're going to have one of the biggest surprises ever at this room. So, setting the bar low because obvious reasons. But if you're going to make that claim and it doesn't pay off, that's just typical WWE shit that's going on right now. And you would probably lose a lot more viewers. But, hey, we'll see what happens. But what about the women for you, Andrew? Who would you have? Who, do, who, I, who I want to come in or who I think is going to win it? Want? Do your want first and then what you think is going to happen. Uh, someone from left field might think of. Let me see. Brett Baker. <laughs> Why not? AEW well, well, I mean, if you're getting the Impact Women's Champion in there, why not get yeah, the AEW Women's Champion? <laughs> I would. I would pull a Dan Lambert and shit myself out of excitement on that one. Who <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think is going to win? Probably Alexa. I'll, I'll probably be here for 
return in person instead of vignettes because we've seen her in the vignettes last week. So her probably first in-person return will probably be the Rumble. She probably went and go after Charlotte for beating up Lily for tearing up Lily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I think the same way with you on that one, and we discussed this during the week. Yeah, I do believe that Alexa would be a good return at the Rumble, and if they are going to have a return, she would have to win it and go up against Charlotte for all her mental trauma she's been put to and put through and justice for Lily. Like she <laughs> needs to get justice for Lily. So <laughs> Hashtag justice yeah. for Lily. Oh. So <laughs> here's an, an interesting stat. Do y'all know that uh, Alexa is, is the second highest uh, uh, seller merch for WWE behind Stone Cold? Because of the Lily doll, that Lily dolls they they sold sold twenty eight thousand dollars worth of that Lily doll. So there is twenty eight thousand dollars worth of Lily hanging out somewhere in someone's house. Yes, probably the parents of said household saying, "What the fuck is that doll?" (laughs) <laughs> and and I think I think it was like I don't know like thirty dollars a pop I think something like yeah that. it wasn't that badly priced but not for me <laughs> but I would understand why people would buy it because Alexa Bliss and she's fucking awesome but yeah that would probably be my possibility of what would happen at the Rumble. What I would want to happen at the Women's Rumble is a completely different thing. And I know a lot of people are saying no to this. But if people were paying attention last night to Zicky Dice's stream, they would have noticed something. Paige appearing on screen. A very small thing that happened there, but interesting at the same time because of all the teases that Paige has made, saying that something big is going to happen at the beginning of this year for her. That's what it all leads to. And I know people have been wanting her to come back. So if I, my want, for the women's rumble. And the way I put it to the way I put this to Johnny is this would be just as big or even bigger as the CM Punk return. That's where I would put this. I think so. Of the way that she had to stop what she loved because of that injury and because of the risk to her, but we all know about the medical advances that have been made, which I would compare them to the edge return. Yeah, that too. Like, (laughs) that was a big return too, so yeah, (laughs) edge. Yeah. Um, 
with the medical advances that have been made, I could see her coming back if she feels comfortable. And if they and if they could make it work with WWE contract wise or all that, whatever they need to work out as far as details. Yeah, that would be my want. Seeing seeing Paige out there again, it would be fucking amazing. So that would be my want for the women's rumble. What I think is actually going to happen is Alexa coming through and getting the win, which I would be happy with as well because I'm a big Alexa fan. So for the men, that one is a bit rough (laughs) because Vince isn't just going to have any of it. He's not going to. He's not going to allow anyone from New Japan to come through because – he wouldn't want to work with them afterwards. Like I said, it needs to be a two-way street. So, yeah, either CM Punk, which is still a big question mark because of him doing all his awesome shit in AEW. Jericho, those are the only two names I could see coming through. And to be honest, I don't even know what I want to happen in the men's rumble because so many injuries. Who do you really have? And and it's also been reported that Corey Graves had just been cleared to wrestle again after seven years. All right, for for the lack of people and just (laughs) just out of excitement, and yeah, I'd heard about that. Can't believe I forgot about Corey Graves there for a second. Uh, fuck it, have Corey Graves win it. I can see Corey Graves being being on on the commentary table during the Rumble, and the clock uh, clock goes to zero, and he just gets up from the commentary. She has like a one of those tearaway suits, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> just jumps in the ring. That would be cool. Yeah. That that would be pretty damn cool. All right, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, Corey Graves, man. I, I think that would be a big surprise, even though there's the news coming out that he's been cleared to wrestle since like 2020. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna take Corey Graves. That's what I want to happen, just because of the surprise and everything, how cool that would feel. But yeah, I don't think anybody's coming in for the men rumble. And if they do, it's not going to be CM Punk. It's going to be somebody we don't want to come back. Yeah. You know Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Oh, God. No, I'm not not going to put that out there. No, I'm going to say something. But you're going to say no. I was going to say say he'll probably like Velveteen Dreams. That's even worse than what I was going to say. I told you. I I was going to say a superstar. (laughs) I was at least going to say a superstar that retired, but you know he Vince always won. Oh, he'll probably bring out the Undertaker. That's what I'm saying. Probably <laughs> try to bring out the Undertaker or something. I, 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 I wouldn't. Older. I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing Kane in the Rumble again. Yeah, yeah, Kane would be all right. And and you you went where I was going to go to, Andrew. If fucking Goldberg is in the Rumble, I fucking swear. 
He doesn't need to win it. That won't happen. Not only did you take the title from The Fiend, now you're going to try and come through and take on the Tribal Chief. No, you're not going to last. Because <laughs> we all know Roman likes long matches and making them feel good and all that shit. So, yeah, he's not going to go up against Goldberg. Because that would be the shortest of matches, and he doesn't like that. So, yeah, the, the men's rumble is a big question mark. I don't know what's going to happen there, but I think there's two clear choices for the women that I already said. So, those are our thoughts on the rumble, and we'll see if anything else is said between now and then, because there's still two weeks till the rumble, right? Yeah, twenty. Yeah. So if anything <clears throat> said this week, we'll come at it with y'all next weekend. Yeah, and we will be doing a watch along for that that night on the 29th. Hell yeah, we're we're working on having some people come through and be on air with us as well. We're just winning on the yes or no on that. So stay tuned for that. Also, next Sunday night, we're also going to do a live watch along. Uh, GCW is having their uh, it's they're, they're calling it the world of ECC or GCW sorry GCW from the Hammerstein Ballroom in, in New York and this is going to be the return uh, match for John Moxley he is still the GCW champion he's going to take on hom- homicide so we we're going to be doing a live watch along for that starting at 7 next Sunday night on the 23rd. Damn right. Moxley's first match back from everything he was going through. So a lot of people are going to be watching it. And I'm glad we're going to get to watch it together and react to it as it happens. We miss Moxley, man. And I'm just happy that we're a week away from that. So, hell yeah. Definitely tune in and join us for that next Sunday. And just to answer this last question that Loomsy asked, do you think any NXT stars will appear in the Rumble? Uh, yes, for the women, and I know we talked about this before, I think we're going to get Wendy Chu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Wendy Chu is... This is her second gimmick with the company. She used to be a, a, <clears throat> a yay, uh, Mei Ying. Uh, but this gimmick, Wendy Chu, she is a narcoleptic, which means she, she falls asleep anywhere and, and everywhere. She wrestles in a onesie. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, it's just like, I'll be honest, it's a stupid gimmick, but it's a funny gimmick as well. Drew, as the former NXT guy, what do you think about Wendy Chu? (laughs) (laughs) I think Andrew's falling asleep right now. As far as her winning, she's a sleeper. Sleeper pick. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I haven't seen her because I really haven't watched wrestling since 2.0. Since <laughs> I haven't watched NXT since War Games, <laughs> so I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he, here's what I got going on. If it wasn't for watch-alongs that I've been doing these last two weeks, I would have probably never paid attention to NXT as I always do. But I've been on a watch-along stream these last two weeks, and NXT 2.0 is NXT 2.0. Like, they're just not much going on over there. But Wendy Chu is the most exciting thing that I've seen come out of mm-hmm. NXT 2.0. And yes, it's silly. Yes, it's borderline stupid. But it is funny. Yeah. And to have someone like her, like obviously she's talented. Or else she, w- she wouldn't have been in NXT. So... Yeah, maybe she comes in at the Rumble and surprises the fuck out of us. Who knows? She is the wild card. As Andrew said, she's the sleeper. She's the sleeper winner. So she does a lot of shit, man. Like she she was she was in a tag match. She got tagged in, did two moves, fell asleep in the corner. It's funny. It's funny. She she could have a spot in the rumble where she falls asleep and dead weight. Nobody can move her. So nobody can throw her over the top rope. Like, yeah. There's she a wakes lot up later and wins. Yeah. And she wakes <laughs> up later and, oh shit, you're in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> and out of, out of being in the final four and the shock of it, she falls asleep again. <laughs> and doesn't wake up until there's only one person left and they have to go at it. And I don't know. I don't know how she would win, but it would be funny to watch her in the rumble. So yeah, let's get Wendy Chu in there. But if it if it wasn't for Wendy Chu, I don't think anybody from NXT is gonna make a big impact in the rumble. Well, like I said before, probably Braun Breaker. Yeah, Braun Breaker. Or maybe even since there's the rumor of them being moved up to the main roster, Pete Dunne and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Well, first of all, that's not a rumor anymore because they've already had matches on the main event, so they are main roster. Mm, Technically. Yes. But I won't believe it until I see them on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we we've been waiting. You know, Veer's been coming since October, but actually, <laughs> been Veer's had matches on main event as well. About Zia Lee, because she was actually drafted too. I don't know what happened to her. I, her, I think her push is over. She didn't get a three week push. I think she got a one week push. No, I, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming they'll get her for the Rumble too, as well. Uh, also, uh, I, I think I'm pretty sure Bailey will probably be back for the Rumble. Oscar will be back. There's a story there too. Oscar could win the Rumble. 
and go on to WrestleMania and take on Charlotte uh, because the last time Oscar won it in 2018, which is the uh, the WrestleMania that, that we went to in New Orleans, uh, Charlotte beat Oscar and caused her to lose her her undefeated streak. Yeah. So there's a story there. She's got got revenge. It should be yeah. the first female two time winner. Oh. Could be. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So many things could happen against Charlotte. Like you can either get a list of bliss. Yeah. Any anything there is possible. So. We'll we'll have to wait and see. It's two more weeks. I highly doubt we're going to get any more big announcements for it. I think they've done all the announcing they can do. They yeah, I think rest, the rest surprises. is surprises. Yeah, so I'm putting all my bets on either Paige or Alexa. Those are those are my two things I would like to see happen. So. Also, um, uh, Melina and, and Cameron have been added to the Rumble as well. Ugh. <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm assuming this for Cameron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was for Cameron. <laughs> yeah, but still, a lot of good surprises could happen if WWE works it right. So, in two weeks, we will see how the Rumble goes down. But to see how something else goes down, like we always do, it is time to stump the brain. Speaking of the Rumble, the first Rumble, 88, who was entrant number one in the first Rumble ever? Number what? (laughs) (laughs) Who is the first ever entrant into the Royal Rumble? Oh, God. Whoa. Have you th- have you done this question before? I don't know. I, I I know I did. Who was the first ever elimination? I I, 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 I think you I think you've done. Who was the first winner? This is gonna yeah. be a complete stab at, at, at seven and dark because the first Royal Rumble wasn't wasn't on at the pay per view. It was actually on. I think it was on Saturday either Saturday night main event or they had a separate a separate. Uh, show on network TV. But yeah, I'm just gonna have to I just saw I just saw a video this morning of 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 wrestlers who only who only appeared once in the rumble but that wasn't a part of it. Uh So yeah, I'm just gonna throw a name. Eighty-eight. Okay. Was he there? I was only four years old. <laughs> Imagine that. I was seven years old, but I wasn't watching back then. I, I mean, well, I, I, I was I was still watching just local wrestling. I wasn't watching WWF yet, then, yet then. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say Ted DiBiase. No, yeah, of course not. 
<laughs> oh, okay. It was Bret Hart. <laughs> okay. You got to do a lot of digging there for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought Bret Hart, but hey, he got you. He stumped you. I mean, I, mean, I'm, I, I think that would stump a, a, a most wrestling minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a tough one. I... I wouldn't have been able to throw out a name out there, but chat was throwing out some names out there. Jump the Art Dog. Yeah. But it's been a long time since then and probably never had to think about it for a long time. So I could see, <laughs> I could see why you wouldn't get this one. But it's all good. We stumped the brain this yeah. week. It's and it's Royal Royal season, so I have a feeling I know what the questions are going to be for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, probably. And on on the last note, not going to talk much about it, but just to wrap up here, um, Cowboys, uh, we need to step it up. We can't be going into halftime, even though it's the start of the second quarter. Uh, 10-0 against the 40 Winers. So <laughs> we're going to need to step this up. We're going to continue watching the game. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, Wrestling Has Lost Its Way at Yahoo.com or Wrestling Has Lost Its Way on Facebook. And don't, for, don't forget to give us a follow at WrestleLost on Twitch. So until next weekend, hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day. And talk to you all then. See you next week. Check you later. <laughs>